So, just uh, one point for recovery, they would say the problem resides in the mind. Yeah? So what actually is that? What is the problem? You can't say it's mind. What's the activity of the problem? Isn't it the thoughts that you're having? Or the thoughts that are moving through that you see? Aren't the thoughts sometimes like wrapped with a feeling and then it's much, much more convincing, the story? And don't they feel like they're compelling you to act? You feel as if they're almost talking to you or trying to convince you of something, yes? Never acknowledging that they're speaking to what you are, but implying that they're speaking from who you are, which is this, yeah? So this, this message is very simple. In a lot of spirituality, what, what they present is really warnings. They tell you the, the basic pitfalls that are going to happen that are sort of cause you to fail at that, let's say, that want and desire to be happy, joyous, and free. And so this one master, Ramana Maharshi, puts it in a very succinct way. And what I, term, what I use the term selfing to imply is this in a nutshell. There just may be that something right now is what's is in a sense you today. In other words, when any information goes through, something catches it, and then whatever something goes through, it goes through that. And it's, called, it's sort of like a frame. So this frame could hold like 800 pictures, yes? You could just keep changing the picture, but the frame could remain the same. So this is sort of what self-centeredness is like. It's a failed system of mind, and the, the essence is, is that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing, an object to be thought about. And so the mental state is thinking about you, and when it thinks about you, you're pictured as a body. So when it remembers where you were three years ago, the only way it can remember where you were three years ago is locate you as a body. And when it's worrying about you in the future, it's worrying about you as a body. Yeah. So as it's worrying, so when you're, when you're thinking, well, what's going to happen to me? It's of a body. Yeah. So this, this selfing, the essence of it is a statement, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. So without life moving through, this body is non-existent, yes? It doesn't produce itself. I remember I had an Uncle Fred when I was younger, and he used to, you know, I'd see him at the relative's party, and he'd give me a dollar or something behind my, his back, and stuff like that. And um, my, he died when I was nine, and my mother took me to the funeral. And she wanted me to say goodbye to Uncle Fred and brought me to the casket. It was an open casket. And I looked in, and there was the body of Uncle Fred, but I realized that ain't Uncle Fred. It was like instantaneous. Because I was, that which was really the, le the life that was moving through the body, I, I thought it was the body, because I was in the identification as a body. So I thought I was a body, therefore I saw Uncle Fred as a body. But as soon as the life had, had left it, it was obvious that wasn't Uncle Fred. As long as the life was going through it, you can make that, that mistake or that assumption. Oh, that's Uncle Fred. 
You know, once the moving stopped and it became inert, it was obvious it wasn't Uncle Fred. While it was animated, it would be quite easy to take it to be Uncle Fred as the body, yes? So this is, in a sense, what's happening. The mental state takes you as a body. And the mental state for most of us is the, is the dominant GPS. We're basically listening to our head most days to sort of navigate the day. So like a lot of people, when they wake up in the morning, the head goes, hey, it's going to be a terrible day. Now, you haven't even gotten up, but it's already playing God, and it's, it's trying to inform you, well, fuck it, I wouldn't even go to work because you're going to get fired today. So this is what happens, yeah? So, and the only way that something can seem to be so is if you believe it. Yeah? I know as an addict, when I was in the addictions uh, phase, a lot of time the head, when I wasn't using, was sure trying to convince me that it was a good idea to use. Now, who the hell was it talking to? I mean, it was spending a lot of time seemingly facing this way and talking, who was that or what is that? Yeah? Now, the head will give you an idea, which is, you're, oh, you're the body. But then it's also claiming to be the one that's doing the talking. So which is it? So, this idea of a presupposing, and a supposing means assuming. You're just living in an assumption. You don't have any real fact about it, but you just think it's so. You know? I've had it happen to me on trips, where I would get the email, and people would say, we want you to come to North Carolina the first and second of, let's say, October. But in a day or two, I would now made an assumption that it was actually saying the 8th and 9th. And so I had all these other trips to plan, and I was expecting to leave be at the end of one set of trips and have two weeks off, but because it was the first and second, I had four days off. So I flew back from the East Coast just to fly back to the East Coast. But I, was, I, I would have sworn on a Bible that it was the eighth and ninth, but I had never looked back on the email. As soon as I went to the email, it hadn't changed. It said the 8th and ninth. I mean the 1st and 2nd. So there was an assumption that my life was based on. We have a friend who did it again. Perfect example. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. But you see, there's an assumption that's constantly being fortified by the brain. Yeah, The thoughts and then the feelings and the perceptions and the memories are really based on self-centeredness. Yeah? And one of their main objectives is to keep, it's almost like there is nothing on the wall, but if light projects an image, it will look like there's something on the wall. Yeah? And if you look hard enough and you listen hard enough, it will see, the wall will seem to disappear and there'll be a someone. But it's a projection. The mental state is projecting the idea of being you. Yeah? So, a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Does that make any sense whatsoever? If there was a presupposing of a non-existent thing, all right, far out. But now, the non-existent thing wants, wants to get salvation for itself. That's insane. Where would be the solution here? Like, try to swear off, trying to get you know, salvation? No, 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 because that's, that's still emphasizing the non-existent self, the non-existent thing. The only thing that would work is to see that it's non-existent. And then, if you saw that it was non-existent, you wouldn't spend any second of more time to try to get salvation for it, 
you would now suddenly have an opportunity or a possibility that seemed not to be available, which is, I could be free from it. See? Because why? I'm not a non-existent thing. Well, how can you pr- prove that? I am. I'm on right now. <laughs> I'm on. I don't have to think I'm on. It's obvious I'm on. Yeah? It's so obvious it doesn't seem to have any thought or effort to be on. It's just completely on. And it's indiscriminate. And it has no volition. If you're looking in one direction and your eyes are open, you're going to see whatever fucking appears there. Now, you may have a reaction and go, I didn't want to see a bird, but that's after the fact. Yeah? The seeing preempted the, what came after. But see, what happens? The idea of being you is an afterthought that implies it was before all thoughts. Now you believe you're the thinker of the thoughts. How the hell do you think you can make a thought? Where would you get all the pieces? <laughs> and where's the factory? Where the hell am I going to... I went to school and I learned how to make a thought. You don't see it coming, do you? You're not sitting here and you feel something happening in Richmond right now. Uh-oh. And it's setting the direction set and it's coming at you. No. It just seems to appear. Yeah, or you become conscious of. Most of you hear it, yes. But the thing is, the hearing of it, it, in the hearing of it, which is not really hearing, it sounds like it's from your vocal cords. <laughs> so it sounds like it's your thoughts. <laughs> and I'm telling you something. If you had Stanley's thoughts in your head, and you knew them as Stanley's, you'd have an immunity to all of Stanley's thoughts. But just call them yours, and suddenly you can be inflicted with great fucking mental torment by a thought. It can ruin a whole Hawaiian vacation. One thought, one thought preceded by my, my thought, is this, it suddenly has the wallop of a nuclear explosion. (laughs) Where is that wallop coming from? From the thought or from you? From what you are, or is it the thought that's doing it to you? If a thought had an impact, then it would have the same impact on everyone it had an impact on. It's not the thought, it's the seeming thinker. We're in the activity of the bondage of self, and we're not awake to it. That's all. It's as simple as that. Because we have a story that we're a someone. But if you saw the power that you are, that you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's an incredible power. Yeah? It's also very comprehensive. You and I give everything, that means everything, all, that means all. There's nothing outside. That's an incredible thing. You can't say that about the cactus. The cactus isn't giving everything all the meaning it has. But you can say it about us. That's our role here. We're dreaming this place. It's not even a place. It's a place that's being dreamt. We're dreaming it. Well, how could you not know that? How can it not be so? How could the worst thing ever happen to you, which I hear quite a lot in recovery, some people have very, de- very defined ideas about the, what was the worst thing, the night those cops pulled me over, that was the worst thing ever happened to me. But then if they stay in recovery for a while, it's seen as the best thing that ever happened to me. What was it? Was it the worst thing? And then it went through this incredible transformation into the best thing? Or is it the meaning you give it? 
That's not a random example. That's what's happening all day. We're dreaming. And as the Course in Miracles say in a beautiful way, this is like the skeletal diagram of everyone's day. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. Yeah. We forget that we're dreaming. Now that's important because how could the dreaming forget it's dreaming? Well, this is how it seems to happen to me. It becomes identified as the dreamt. Yeah. It takes the dreaming, takes itself to be the dreamt, and now suddenly everything the dreaming is dreaming now has the ability to affect it as the dreamt. It sounds like your day, eh? You think you're the thinker? You own a thought, the thought has the ability to own you. You own a feeling, the feeling has an ability to own you. So, there's a certain segment of scriptures where just so they're like warnings, basically. Like on the side of a cigarette pack, you know, where it's a warning, dangerous to your health. They're advising you, you're going to do what you're going to do, but there's an advice, hey, listen, you know, you're gonna, this could kill you. Alright, nice little public service. But this statement, this presupposing of a non-existent thing, and then wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing, what it leads to is this. If your practices themselves, and in this case they were talking about quote-unquote spiritual practices, if your practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy the non-existent thing? But when the non-existent thing is looking for spirituality, it thinks it's going to free it from the non-existent thing, but it uses the spirituality to balloon up the non-existent thing. Now it becomes a spiritual non-existent thing, which is much slimier than, let's say, a drug addict non-existent thing. It slips through a lot more knots than a drug addict. Drug addicts are going to attract people in uniform, probably. But there's no interventions, like at a, you know, like this, this is a perfect example. You don't know, oh, you've had enough socks, I don't want. It's fine. Without the fucking DVD. No, 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 we have those prayers. You know, can someone take you to do it? No, no one's doing anything like that. Everyone thinks it's quite noble. But the fact is, it could be compromised. And this is what the masters share. They say, hey, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So if you think you're seeing, if you think you're hearing, if you think you're feeling, this master just laid it to rest. He said, whatever can be perceived, unperceiving that body. Yeah? Then therefore that body cannot be perceiving. Yet there's perceiving going on. But it's not of the body. It's of spirit. He says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Duh. Yeah, obviously. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use big M mind, which means whatever, everywhere, anything, awareness. You can't use big M mind to seek big M mind. And he goes, he adds this little statement. You can do, try it for eons, which is quite longer than a week. Eons. Yeah? And nothing will happen. Why? Why is that the case? Where if you sought anything else, you could probably find it, especially over eons. 
Yeah? If I sought the best latte in Hoboken, New Jersey, there's none, actually. It'd be quite easy, because you would see there's no best latte in Hoboken, New Jersey. But, you know, if I, if I wanted those pair of Italian shoes, and I spent eons searching for those fuckers, I'd probably find them. You know? And on sale. <laughs> if, you, if you applied this idea, you'd probably succeed. But it says in this case, it will not succeed. Why? Because you're the Buddha. Why is what's looking is what you're looking for? Because you're what's looking. Not who's looking. That's a story the mental state keeps fucking running to you. What's looking? Awareness. Same, same everywhere. What's looking is what we're looking for. Saves you a lot of freaking shopping. And a lot of returns, because you can be very unhappy, usually with the shit you find. <laughs> so, so, these are like little statements that produce, uh, when the machinery truly stops, your whole mechanism, that's presence. That's, your real generating quality is the absence of this. The absence. When you lose interest in this, there'll be a sense of that, all of that. Yeah. But when you're totally interested in this, trying to find that, all you're going to have is more of this. So you get to the exact nature of the wrong. Self is what has defeated us. He says it beautifully in recovery. Self is what has defeated us. We're the us, and then there's this foreign installment called self, which is actually an activity. It's selfing. Yeah? The title on the box may say self, but the activity is selfing. It's all the thinking being claimed and implying you're the thinker. It's all the feelings being claimed and being used to imply that you're the feeler. And especially, it's all the doing that's being claimed to imply that you're the doer. And also, the lack of doing is also claimed. So, you're going to produce guilt and shame by, about the things you've omitted in life and the things you've committed in life. It gets you both going in and out. Yeah? And what happens? There's a bonding. It cannot happen. It can only seem to happen. Which means it appears to be true or false to us. Yes? When we say false evidence appears real in recovery, the acronym for fear, for false evidence to appear real, it has to be appearing real to what's real. Where else is it going to get the sense or the seeming quality of reality unless reality believes it? We're reality. <laughs> we're, we're reality. We're the dreaming. There's no other way. False evidence. Bing. That's it. There's nothing to explain. It's false evidence. Yeah? But false evidence appearing real is, has a dance partner. Somebody, a dance partner, is dancing with the false evidence. And then suddenly, when it dances with the false evidence, it appears real. How? Because it appears real to what's real. This is worth it. This is valuable. Because 
If the first little heist isn't seen, you're going to be looking for a lot of fucking heists. Yeah? You're going to be the end product of the process you'd like to get in front of. You'll be the end product of it. You'll feel like a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. You will believe the thoughts are yours, and therefore they're private. And if one thing has to get dismissed, if by going to recovery meetings, because they're sort of like this, but people are talking and they're sharing their feelings, their actions and thoughts, and what happened to them in their life. And I'll tell you something, after a few months of listening to it, you could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts, or they're not my thoughts? I mean, because so many people sounded just like, quote-unquote, me, that they could not possibly be me. <laughs> because me is about separate uniqueness, proprietoriness, and it seemed everyone had my thoughts, and everyone had my feelings, and everyone had the similar actions I used to have. It blew the whole person, that terminal uniqueness, out of the water. It was a whole freaking story to keep you locked in. It's like getting, it's, let's say if you got, your head got wrapped with one layer of saran wrap. You can still see, yeah? It's clear. Not super clear, but you can see through it. Then, all right, another thing. You can still say you're seeing, but now things are getting sketchy. You can't really, basically you're assuming a lot and you're speculating a lot. Yeah, and then three or four, and now you're just fucking throwing a dart in the dark, basically. You know, you can't see a fucking thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you don't understand. It's like the foreign installment has, you're like the fly to the spider. It's wrapping you in a cocoon. <laughs> it's not going to eat you right away. It's going to suck you dry. That's what it does. Most alcoholics and addicts aren't lucky to die early. They fucking keep on ticking for 30 freaking years. You can't kill them. They're like a super cockroach. You can't kill them because the parasite's like, I'm not letting go. This is a gold mine. <laughs> I'm not letting go of this. I'm going to suck this to <laughs> This thing's producing so much drama and so much shit. It's fucking unbelievable. I haven't been in this many jails. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a way, I swear, I saw the problem from the solution. That's what happened. I saw it from the solution. And then, but when I started to have a stabilized, relaxed, chilled outness, that showed me why it wasn't seemingly there before. And I guess what I found, <laughs> this idea of self, when the self-centeredness decreases, the light seems to get out more. Yeah? When the self-centeredness is extremely increased, you're looking for the light with the light. You're looking for a Buddha with the Buddha. Yes? Because you're so obscured, you're thinking you're something other than that. And now, some of us are get, get led to start looking for it with the hopes we'll find it, but how can you find what you already are? You'd have to be something else. And that's one thing you don't have a, an option on. There's only... You can only be what you are. You can't know it or arrive at it or study it. You can study what you're not, but you cannot study what you are. 
that would be what you are studying what you are the great master said whatever knows cannot be known whatever is feeling cannot be felt whatever is hearing cannot be heard whatever is tasting cannot be tasted whatever is on and on and on and on and on so whatever is conceiving cannot be conceived of whatever is knowing is never going to be known you can't get the camera behind the camera we're in front of the camera never to be like this behind the camera when you see you're not this you'll get a sense of what you are behind the camera while this is appearing in front of the camera and this relief that we so dearly want need as this action figure does not come from in as Jesus says we're in this world but we're not of it the relief comes from the of from us yeah, into this place we do not find the relief in this place for us, but the relief comes from us into this place. Get the horse in front of the cart, and the whole journey starts making sense. So if you're not the thinker, if you're not the actor, then whose life is it anyway? It's a huge story. We've been living in interpretation. I don't think many of us started there. If you weren't in an abusive situation when you were young, maybe you remember when you were playing. I cannot capture any moment when I was playing when I was a kid that I was worrying about will I be playing next week. Yeah, because I hadn't time hadn't set up yet in my head. So it wasn't a huge restriction. It had no influence on me because when I was playing, that's all I could be doing. Yeah? I wasn't walking around my house thinking my room was too small and my mother was ugly or I needed gap clothing. None of that was going on. And I wasn't tr- I wasn't trying to get into the moment because I had an entertaining insane idea I could be out of a moment. I wasn't looking for meditation, retreats, or reading spirit. You know, I wasn't, there was none of, there was no drive because I was, <laughs> I was present in a sense. Now I'm saying we're always present at all times, but we, as that which is present at all times, can make it seem to be different. If you believe shit, it's going to seem like you're not always present at all times. And then the double whammy is you'll try to start becoming present. And what does that imply or reinforce the insane idea you could be unpresent? You try to get out of what you're not in, and then you're trying to get into what you're not out of. You're not out of any moment, so you can't. It's a waste of fucking time trying to get in it. You can't get more in it than now. I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, I am so soaked in here. Right now, and this, I'm, this, I'm having broke a sweat to get here. <laughs> it's just here. It's obvious. That's what happens. These mystical, metaphysical, cryptic things, it's fucking, you just see red is red and blue is blue. And things become very obvious. Yeah? 
You're not trying to get out of what you can't be in. You're not trying to get into what you can't be out of. I'm humbly saying, you may be totally up the ass of self, where you have to call every divine proctologist to pull you out every fucking day. But in fact, that never happened. You were never up the ass of self. The head was up the ass of self. And you're identified with the head, so you, you get dragged along to every one of its stories, and you become the central character. The freedom is from the bondage of self. It's not freedom from all this other stuff. It's one freedom, and if that one freedom rings, you'll, it will reverberate. Yeah? Freedom from, not for, as, with, or by, from the bondage. Now, the bondage is an activity, and the activity is what? It's of self. So you don't go at the bondage, go at the self, if you see you're not that, then there's no bondage. Because bondage is of self. Without self, there's no bondage. Yeah. It's like in old England, when people would come from a territory like Brixton or something, they go, Stephen of Brixton. So he, he was from Brixton, yeah? So this is bondage of. It didn't say bondage to. It didn't, yeah? Bondage to self would be, self would be a thing, and I was a thing, and I'm bound to it. But it's an activity. Where's the activity center situation? Is in the mental state. The problem resides in the head. The activity of it is the thought system, the interpretive system, the perceptions, and the memories. They've all been fucking hijacked to support this incredible story that you're a separate, long-lasting, independent thing. And then the only hope you can do to find relief, which would be in you, but you don't see it as you. You see it as something else, so you're going to search fucking lifetimes. When the fact is, the seeker is the sort. The seeking of those lifetimes is actually what's being sought. You just don't believe it because there's an obscuring event called identification as a self. You're taking yourself to be a body. When you hear any message, I'm telling you, you can hear the, a great spiritual message. You're not a body. But how are you going to hear it? As a body. The solution isn't in the, in, in the message. It's in who's hearing the message. If you see that which is hearing the message isn't you, that's the message. Bam! Takes no time to occur because it's always happening. And it takes no... You can't travel anywhere because it's here wherever here is for you at the moment. So nothing happens. That's the greatest news because it's always been happening. It's always happening. Now thoughts don't direct your action figure. Now feelings don't direct your action figure. Now actions don't direct your action figure. Something directs it, and you'll know the tree by its roots. And I'm telling you, it's, it won't take long, because what we've been relying on is what we say in recovery is a failed system. And if you have faith in a failed system, especially of thought, why is it going to produce tons of anxiety? You're going to believe What's not happening is more valuable and important than what's happening. 
You're going to be consumed by thought about yesterday and tomorrow. You're never going to be responding to what's happening because you'll be reacting to what's not happening all day. That's called slavery. That's an interpretation. This became the last answer for me. Simple as that. A long string of answers. I heard this, and I haven't looked for another answer ever since. So I would say, right now, that's the last answer. And it's the first, and it's the only answer I ever found here that could be called the last answer. All the other ones led somewhere else. There's nowhere else to go. You haven't moved one inch from what you are. This is seeing what you're not, Starting to question that which has all the questions. Yeah? Starting to let the light shine on that which is claiming the light and see if anyone's home. And if no one's home, you can stop paying the mortgage and the rent for that fucking place and the electric bill and the gas and water. There's nobody home. Move on. Now the faith of mind will be directed somewhere that's reliable. And that faith that used to produce anxiety put in a failed system, in a workable system, will produce an ease and comfort in your situation, in your skin right now. What more do you want? It's called traveling lighter. You'll have a stabilized sense of traveling lighter. Because you're always going over the same geography in one life. And you can remember, man, those mountains look a lot harder and higher the last time I was through here. Well, something's fucking working. <laughs> you're, you're traveling lighter over whatever this action figure story has in store. What more do you want? If you had it, if that was not, you don't have it, if that was living in you, you wouldn't want it anymore. You would lose all interest in the need to be liberated. Total interest in it all. You would lose all interest in what most people call spirituality, completely. Completely. <laughs> like that. It's, I mean, five shelves of the library. <laughs> like that. Like that fast. Whoop, gone. <laughs> Why would you want to know what you are? It's insane. Why would you want to know what you can be? <laughs> it's like really oh do I want the menu or the meal oh let me see it's a really nice embroidery on this menu I can show it to everybody I can say I ate this and there but here's the meat <laughs> I think I'll go with the meat yeah. <laughs> it's like having a breakfast nook and you have every breakfast cereal in the world Beautiful boxes, but there's none in there. <laughs> it looks like the greatest breakfast place, but there's no breakfast thing. There's no food. But everyone thinks I have a yeah. <laughs> That's the mental state. I used to have it surfing. I'd be in the water, totally engaged, everything's great. And then, when I'm starting to come out of the water, the mental state would arise. Did anyone see me catch that wave? Give <laughs> it that look, yes. I'm a surfer. It's <laughs> funny, man. So yes, there is a solution. You're it. <laughs> you can seem to be the problem, and you are the solution.
The only way you can seem to be the problem is because you are the solution. Because there's no way in hell you could be the problem because you are the solution. But because you are the solution, you can seem to be the problem. <laughs> now, how long do you want to keep puffing and puffing and seem to be the problem? It's exhausting, isn't it? Jesus Christ. I mean, your arms must be so tired catching all those thoughts about you. <laughs> 70,000, just tons of them. And looking at each one and going over it. <laughs> Trying to suck some kind of fucking valuable information. Most of it's all fluff, yeah? Maybe every once in a while, you left your keys at the restaurant. All right, that fucking worked. But all the other shit, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if the head would just arise when you needed something that, you know, you had to do something? And then after the chore was done, it would recede? It would be like a jack-in-a-box that didn't stay up all the rest of its time. It would actually go back in the box until it was needed again. Wouldn't that would be nice, man? Because there'd be a lot, a lot of... Like the intermission would be bigger than the show. You'd have a huge intermission between this little circus act. <laughs> but when it's constantly going on, it seems to be quite convincing to us, yeah? We believe it. And as Jesus says, as you believe, so it is. And basically, that's it. Really, as you believe, so it is. Now, you think you have beliefs, but the real beliefs are producing that effect. As you believe, so it is. The others, the surface beliefs, are thinking we have them and this and that. But the real beliefs, you usually don't know. You're just the effect of, Yeah? You don't know them. And they're, they're totally solid on that idea. Whatever you believe, so it is. Seemingly. So, hey. I hope you got nothing tonight, bro. That was the point. <laughs> got nothing. Leave with nothing. Come here with nothing. And sooner or later, it's going to dawn on you. Nothing's everything. If you keep getting something to try to find nothing in, they'll disguise the nothing. If you could just fucking get nothing over and over a lot of times, then suddenly something may wake up and go, hey, that's everything. Yeah? And then these cryptic statements you really have an intimacy with, like, the seeker is the sort. You know, what's looking is what you're looking for. The gateless gate. I used to always love that one. The open secret. I mean, how could it be a secret if it's open? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have these very subtle ways of trying to imply because they want to sneak it through the guard, you see? Because when you hear the message, let's say <coughs> you're a lion, but you're identified as a sheep. All right? And so it gets really bad as the sheep, especially for the lion, because it's a lion but it doesn't know any better. It's trying to do, be the best sheep it can be, but it's not really working well. You know, it's chewing cud and roaming around with a flock. is isn't happening. But it keeps talking, but it can't, it can't entertain the possibility because it's, it's rooted in a factual assumption that it's a sheep. Yeah? So it's very handcuffed for what it can entertain. And everything it hears, it entertains with the ears of a sheep. Yeah? <clears throat> so then it hears the message, you're a lion. And you think that would be like a direct contact, right? Lion hears that it's a lion of Bamo. Yeah? Well, right, end the story. 
But it doesn't hear the message, I'm a lion, as a lion. It hears it as a sheep. Yeah? Which neuters the message. So the message is, I'm a lion, which would be very helpful to a lion if it was sort of not understanding that. You wouldn't need an 8,000 page dissertation. You could just say, hey, you're a lion. Because it's based on, you are a lion. You don't need tons of, you know what I mean? Extraneous dissertations. It would be like, hey, bro, you're a lion. Oh, thank you. Instant famo. And it would be like it had never happened, because that's actually true. But <coughs> what happens is, you're a lion, and you may even hear it, sounds good, but it gets translated, I can become like a lion. Because the sheep cannot entertain being a lion while it's being entertained as being a sheep. Yes? It's impossible. It has a, a total, total, uh, no one voiding. Yeah? You hear the message, you're lying. It doesn't matter 800 freaking thousand times, the sheep will be the first thing that catches it, and it will turn it into, I can become like the lion. That's not the message, right? So, this talk and these talks are more about, let's see, are you a lion? Are, are you a sheep? Fuck the, that you're a lion. Because that's a fact. Yeah? But are you a sheep? You see? It's different. Because many of us have been trying to become like a lion as a sheep. Why not see if you're a sheep? If you're not a sheep, you may be a lion. And how long would it take you to start roaring? No time at all, because it's your nature. (laughs) You wouldn't have to take three months of roaring lessons, because as soon as it hits you, all the, all the abilities that you sought for and you were trying to acquire and you were trying to <coughs> master as a sheep would become inherently available because they're of lion. Yeah? We're trying to get spiritual qualities which are of spirit, but we're trying to get them as a body. <coughs> it's the wrong, it's, you got the wrong car in the wrong supermarket. Yeah? The body isn't becoming spiritual. (laughs) It ain't happening. So, this is the whole message. In AA, let's see if we're a self. Do an inventory. Check it out. Look at how self has defeated you. It does not say, it says self has defeated us. We're separated. Then see it as a foreign installment. When you look at it, see it as a foreign installment. When you hear it, hear it as a foreign installment. And see what happens. I found it produced the goods. It was like bingo, it finally fucking worked. So suddenly, I wasn't seeking for peace, I was the peace I used to seek for. Quite different. One takes a lot of time and never stabilizes. This is completely stabilized in no time. This is it. This is a humble invitation. It's not saying this form is a more, if you look at it as a movement, which it isn't, would be negation. We're just negating the assumed, the presupposed, the implied sheephood. That's all. See if it's true or not. If it isn't, <coughs> the rules of being a sheep in relation in regards to everything else will be lifted, and maybe you will know peace and fucking understand serenity and comprehend all that stuff you're trying to figure out now. It could happen. I have total faith in it. I've seen it. 
Nothing becomes the last answer except the last answer. Any questions tonight? How could they be? No. <laughs> but anyone who has a question, it's the answer having a question. You're taking a circuitous route to get back to where you already are. Silence is really the great, greatest communication. Resting in that. Yeah? Since, since getting to listening to you and guys like that, you don't speak those names. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. I was, I was doing this, like, this, this Buddhist route, right? Meditating a lot. And um, I had a kind of like, oh, great. Well, there's, there's the thing. I'm good. I don't need to practice anymore. And that was an awesome like thing for the self to latch on to. Like, all right, let's fucking, let's go to town. And it sure did. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is it still in the process of it? <laughs> Going to town? I'm kind of. I see, I see it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm just like. It's. Uh, uh, what am I asking? I'm, I'm asking if there's, if there's still value to something like. Uh, like, it, it seems to me that. That sitting down and disengaging from uh, being caught up in selfing all the time still has value just to see that. Yes, then if that which is all valuable deems something valuable, use it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're it. So if you want to know you're it by doing things, then do those things. I always say, if you really believe you need to do something, you better do it. <laughs> because you're playing God, so you might as well. Yeah, why would you not do something you enjoy anyway? You know, meditation, there's nothing right or wrong with it. We just like to screw with those ideas, <coughs> just because I enjoy it, really. No, we like to screw in the ideas because there's thievery in all these all of these possibilities, it's not guaranteed because it's based on you, in a sense, as what you are. So, but I do believe you're not going to meditate yourself out of the meditator. See, the meditation will be claimed and be used to imply the meditator. Yeah? Yet, that which is dreaming can dream itself out of this dream, and it may be using meditation to do it. So, there you go. That's how I see it. So, if you feel like you don't need to do anything, then you better not do much. Really, yeah? And if you feel like you need to do something, do it, and I bet you will lead to be having to do less and less. Yeah. Because you'll feel meditated anyway. I like the idea of uh, relaxed awareness or more, like someone was saying, we were talking in the car, and she was 
concerned that I was wanting to get into focus. And my friend said, no, it's basically unfocused, is the key. It's dispersed attention and interest. I'm never, there's no concentration or focus. It's just a big. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the trick about meditating, right? It's like you have this idea about what it should be, and like there's a single point of focus, and here's this technique, and bring the breath back to it. And that's actually that's like a state of dis ease, like totally. Yeah. It's like, and the moments where you're like just there, it's not that you're trying to do it, and then you remember you're supposed to be meditating. <laughs> well, that's the selfie, you see? That's the selfie. <clears throat> the selfing will arise and will have a commentary on what you're doing with the impliedness that you're doing it. You see? Yeah. It's authority. It's, it's voicing authority What is what's used to imply the authority. And so it just arises and then when you hear it, you assume it's me. You assume, oh, you know, I've shown up again. Yeah? But what would happen if you just saw it arise? Which is what's actually happening. You are seeing everything arise that's coming up in your little uh, theater, yes? Yeah? What happens is everything that's arising right now that seems to be able to drive you crazy may not. You'll still see it arise, but there won't be the connection that it's you seeing them arise, that arising, yes? They'll just be arising. And then you get a sense of you're always here at all times, no matter what. And it's just a t- complete onness that you can't recognize because it's never not been on. It's just it's like a hum that's never not been a hum. It's always, always. And you start picking up on what's actually always here instead of picking up what's appearing in what's always here all day. Yeah, You'll start sensing the space that the selfing arises in. Yeah. In other words, you'll see the clouds of selfing, <coughs> but the clouds of selfing will not obscure your skylight nature, so to speak. Yeah? You'll be... And more... And then, really, you get a strong hit of what you are by seeing what you're not. See? It, well, all day you're seeing what you're not. Whatever can be seen is what you're not. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, it's a constant... Love reminder all day. Because all day, you would just be what you are with nothing, but now you can note it when you see what you're not. You see? It, it sets up a, a possibility of a recognition now by that which is completely in recognition at all times. It's weird, eh? <clears throat> so, by seeing what it's not, it gets a boomerang hit of what it is. If it was just what it is, there'd be never a ping, you know? The, the sonar would never hit anything. It would just be nothing, you know? But here, yeah, you can see what you're not, and that's, oop, that's the re- not a reminder, it's like a jolt of what you are. Because so many things have arisen in you. Zillions of things. Zillions and zillions. And not one of them has ever moved you an inch. Not one of them crashed the silence of what we are. Not one. And not an army of them. Get the hordes, they don't do it. Everything is allowed to arise, yet it has no effect on what it's arising in. 
we are that which is the space for things to arise. Yeah? When we're identified as a thing, it makes us very interested in other things. Yeah? So we become identified as a body, and now we're in the world of things, seemingly. That's the dreaming. But in fact, nothing has ever changed, nor all of that that's constantly changing has never moved what's unchangeable. Yeah? That's what's... You don't get that in a, in a written little thing. It intimates. You finally... It intimates in your life. You have a sense. You can't put a finger on it, but you know something before you know things. Yeah? You just know it. It like reverberates and there's... It just goes on and on and on and on and on. And that gives you the space so not everything is right on you. Yeah? And that's the pause in recovery. That's what the pause is. To me, the pause is you showing up in your own life. What you really are shows up in this whole little story life and it has the ability to change the whole story. One or two pauses in your whole life would have made the whole place look different. That's how powerful we are. Right now, we have a very heavy gauze mask that the light's shining through. And because of it, we believe we have to look for light out there. If, this, if you realize, if your attention and interest didn't stop at the mask, and it would be allowed to go into light, you, all these absurdities would be revealed. And an immunity would arise. You wouldn't buy the same old shit you've been buying for so fucking long. Because you realize it's totally, completely empty. Get a little of that flavor here. See what it happens. It can, it can still the fucking meanest fucking beast up there. Just don't... If it compels an action, though, if the thoughts are strong enough with the power of mind before them, if they compel an action then this body will get tattooed here. And you may have to go to jail for 20 years. Or that girl that you found, you said you hated her that one night never forgets, and that girl's your wife. Never forgets you said you hated her. See, the point is, there's just thoughts, but if they come through here with the power of mind and they get to break the membrane into this place, you're going to be tattooed by them. I know people in San Quentin who killed someone in a blackout. They can never even go and remember What's the dominant influence of the rest of their life? It has a blank. Can you imagine that? You need immunity to thoughts. And they're not going to come from thoughts, nor from the thinker. Yeah. All right, well, that's it, I think, tonight.